You are listening to the weekly podcast of Greater Christ Temple in Lima, Ohio. We pray you enjoy today's message. You're going to have to help me here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right. Now, I know it's the last day of the year. Now, what you haven't done in this year is too late. Amen. But the Lord, hopefully, will give us 24, whereby we can get done whatever it is we desire, but above all, to serve him with all that we know how and give him the service we give honor to him and to the spirit of Bishop Cooper and to Pastor Cooper in his absence as well oh <laughs> and of course the saints and children of God we say praise the Lord that we have not felt but you have blessed us to see it we thank you now we bless you now we pray that you would bless thy word as it comes forth we ask now that you'd have your way in Jesus name amen I would like you chapter 13 and we're going to read verses 6 through 9 and while you're turning there we thank God for the victory report that we heard concerning First Lady. Amen. And this is the parable concerning the barren fig tree. And it says, and he told this parable A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came seeking fruit on it 
and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, it alone this year also, let it alone this year also. In other words, he's buying it more time. Until I dig around it and put on it manure. It's like a fertilizer. Then if it should bear fruit next year, well and good, but if not, you can cut it down. You may be seated. I did have another scripture, but I think I'll get to that a little later. There is a reason that I brought this scripture up. But let me look at the text first, the subject I should say. He's still good. He's still, say to your neighbor, he's still good. And I want you to say to yourself, he's still good. I don't know what you've been through personally or individually but he's still good the mere fact that you and I still occupy the space wherein we are right now he's still good on this last day of 23 we can reflect back on our lives as the year is now coming to an end. I don't know about you, but seems like, and somebody told me some years ago, the older you get, the faster the years go by. Whoever said that, I can remember that in my younger years. At that time, I did not know what they were saying. And I kind of thought, well, I don't know what you're talking about, but it seemed like time is standing still to me. We can repent of our failures or our shortcomings. We can give thanks for all of our blessings. We can take time to reminisce about the many memories of loved ones who have gone on in this year as well as years before. We can beat ourselves up about what we have not gotten accomplished or what we said we should have gotten accomplished. We might even go as far as trying to say on a scale of one to 10, what kind of year was this year for you? 
Was it a good year because you had success in a business? Was your work extraordinary? Was school good for you? Did you have good family relationships, new family relationships? Did 23 include a lot of exciting things, new challenges, tasks completed? Or maybe you didn't have so good a year. Oh, hang in here with me. You'll see where I'm going. It was dreadful in a lot of ways. Deaths in the family, sickness in the family. Maybe your year of 23 was everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Think back and check what kind of person were you doing 23? Were you a kind person? Were you an evil person? Were you doing everything God wanted you to do? As we go back to the fig tree, the gardener wanted to get rid of it because it was not yielding fruit. We liken that fig tree after us. Do we want God to get rid of us because we're not yielding fruit? Because God wants to use us, amen, to build the family and the church of God. But if we're going to be in the way, he doesn't want us to be around. Do we want to be in that type of position? I kind of had kind of a rough way to go with this message because I titled three different times. One of them I said, I'd rather fight than switch. Because I realized that God has been too good. So why should I switch up on him? Why should I take another route when he has the best route to go. I can't pronounce the name of the cigarette, but it starts with a T. I think it's Hey Yalon. It said I would rather fight than switch. What do you get when you switch from one good thing to another? When you know that you have a good thing why would you switch up? Because you know how good God has been. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> because if you had any kind of sense at all, I won't even include spiritual sense in this. But common sense. We all know that there's nothing good coming from the devil. We all know in the Bible says all good and perfect gifts comes from who? God, right? Or from above. So why would you switch up on him? If you've been in the world for any time, who has brought you from the time you were born up till now? Who has cared for you from the time you left your mother's womb? 
Who has supplied food on your table? Hallelujah. Who has clothed you from day one? Who has put breath in your body? Why would you fight or give up the race now when you can see where the world is going? If you have been, oh, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the Bible explicitly describes who the winner of this battle is. Somebody wrote a song. You don't have to wait till the battle is over. You can shout now. Because if you hang in here, you already know it says who's going to win. Because if you hang in here with the Lord Jesus, you know that you're the winner. You're the victor. Don't care what you have to go through. Oh, God is the one that carries us through here. We don't have to worry. And so what I'm saying to you, let the gardener, God himself, Feed your roots coming from the Bible. Let him nourish those roots within whereby you may grow on a daily basis. But if you don't get in there and seek his word and pray on a daily basis, you've got to get this thing more than on Wednesday and more than on Sunday, you've got to get it for yourself. The way you come out in this thing is how you develop your relationship with God. Woo, my God from glory. How you become the victor in this thing is how you walk with the Lord by yourself. It doesn't matter what your brother and sister in the house is doing what happens is it shows how you develop yourself in your own personal closet when you come out of the closet and people can see what you develop within the closet they'll see how you have developed oh my glory lord i'm trying to contain myself because in 23 you should have been better than what you was in 22. You shouldn't be the same as you was in 22. You should look back and see where the Lord has brought you from. Hallelujah to God. And so as I look here, I can see your focus has got to be a whole lot stronger. You've got to narrow in and see. Where am I not pleasing God? Where am I not obeying his word? Where am I not allowing his word to guide me? Am I in constant communication with him? You see, if you're playing a sport, and pastor already knows because he's done both football and ba basketball, you've got to have a coach in order to win the game. You might be able to play the sport, but that coach is going to show you the pitfalls of the sport. 
Don't care how good you are. You've got to have somebody showing you the plays. God is going to show you the plays of life. you got to be in there and hang in there and do what he says. And so this is why I say I would rather fight than switch. Hallelujah. So when things come my way on a daily basis, he's good. I don't care what comes my way. He's still good. Honey, I tell you, my trials may come up against me. I might have to fight sometime. I, things may come against my flesh sometimes that I don't like. But he's still, he's still, he's still good. He's still the blessed God I, I serve. He's still the one that I look to. He's still the one that I pray to. He's still the one that I praise. He's still, hallelujah, the one that I lift up when I'm not feeling good. He's still the one that I shout to. He's still, hallelujah, the one that I admonish. Hallelujah, when it looks like there's no end. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Oh, my God, my God. I'm trying to contain myself. But you see, it does not look like sometimes what it is. God is trying to make you. He's trying to make you a better vessel. You see. Oh, my Lord, my Lord. Let me slow down here. He's trying to make you a better vessel. Gold didn't get. If how many's got a gold ring on in here size me? Uh-huh. I think mine's play, but it's gold. <laughs> but it's gold. It didn't get gold just to look that way. Honey, it had to come through some heat. Uh-huh. It had to come through something. It had to be burned. Yes. And I said that to say, in the end, what didn't look pretty to begin with, uh-huh, had to go through something. Pretty soon, somebody's going to look at you and say, how in the world could you take it? But you know, I took it because I didn't give up. I took it because I had somebody that had my back named Jesus. I took it because I knew when I went through this situation, he had my back, so I knew now that I'm in this situation, he's got my back here. You see, you went through what you went back in August or July, whichever one it was, God had you back then. He's got it now. Woo, Lord Jesus. You don't know where he's taking you. But he's preparing you for where you're going to go next. Oh, my Lord. But you see, we're not coming to church just to grace them four doors. We're coming to get some strength on a daily basis. If you're coming to church just to say, I'm coming to church, just to show him that I'm coming to church, just to say, I came to Greater Christ Temple. 
you're defeating the purpose. You're not getting anything out of it. You're not helping yourself. You're not helping your family. You're not helping anybody. You're, and you'll see, because when you start going through tests and trials, let that doctor give you a diagnosis. My God from Zion, let them give you a diagnosis that only God can take care of. If you don't have nothing on the inside that's keeping you, I don't care what the doctor says. If his diagnosis, if you can't pray to the Lord and say, now listen here, Lord, I need your help. I need you to come by here. We sing a song, come by here. Lord, come by here. Somebody's praying, Lord, come by here. But you see, when you say those very words, there's some urgency there. And the Lord is touched by the feeling of your infirmity right in the heat of that moment. He's touched by what you're saying. But when you add some word to it, when you add some fervency to it, he knows that you know what you're saying because he can feel it coming from the depths of your soul and from the depths of your sanctified heart. He knows my child is praying to me. My child is seeking me. My child is calling for me. And here is what's great to me. Sister White can call, Mother White can call on him. Oh, glory. Elder Gooding can call on him. Oh, Lord, 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 Jesus. Lord, Sister Jean can call on him. And so I don't have to worry because they're hooked in, I can hook in too. That's how great he is. Ooh, why in the world, why in the world would I leave a God like this? Why in the world? Because I can't even go to the doctor's office and get on an appointment without having to wait. I just plug in the God and he hears me. I just plug in the God and the healing forces start flowing. Woo, Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood ain't got nothing on me. Because, honey, I'm right there. Who in God's sight? I'm right there. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'd rather fight than switch. Hallelujah. He's still good. So let me share this with you, and I'm done. In 2024, make sure you're connected. Not like you were in 2023. <laughs> because some of us wasn't connected. Oh, Lord. Don't start throwing nothing at me. I'm just saying. Be connected. You know. I don't know. You know where you were with God. Get connected. You know what? This world is coming to an end fast. Peace.
people are getting upset over what's happening over in Israel. All that is, if you're reading your Bible, all that is is the Bible telling what's, what, what it's been saying all along. Our job is to get ready for when Christ comes. Because you don't know. <laughs> if you ain't ready, what's happening over there don't mean it ain't about nothing if you ain't ready. Get yourselves ready and stay ready. That was my third topic. I'm probably the only priest that's got three topics in one day. But I couldn't decide. I said, Lord, you bring it however you want to bring it. Get ready and stay ready. And so I admonish you, seek the Lord while he may be found. A lot of times we say that for the person entering those doors. But some of us have been here all these years. But are we really ready? Only we can say that. Only we can answer that. I'm hoping we are. I got to make sure I'm, I'm up here preaching. But what I'm preaching to y'all, I'm preaching to me too. I ain't made it yet. So, God bless you. I hope something's been said. Amen. So, I'm done. I'm out your way. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.